What's happening, Dangerlings? It's Dan here. I've got a little something exciting for you for the next couple of weeks. What's going on? It's a Thursday. Why is there something in the feed on a Thursday? Well, that's because for the last couple of weeks, we've been raising money for Jasper's Game Day. It is a fantastic charity that raises money to raise awareness of and ultimately prevent teen suicide. It's a fantastic charity. Uh, and as a part of that, I had the privilege of running a live streamed game uh, of Pathfinder 2nd Edition for a group of incredibly talented people. Listen to listen to the line up that was on this. We had Jasper William Cartwright from Three Black Halflings. We had Sylviana Russo from Hyper RPG. We had Draconique from Draconique's from everywhere. We had our own Stu Jackson and we had uh, a fellow named Jason Bullman. <laughs> the creator of Pathfinder. Um, I got to run a game for them, and uh, I spoke to Anne Richmond, aka Half Singer, the head bard in charge, who ran the stream for us, uh, ran it on her channel, and she has very, very kindly uh, allowed us to share the audio of those episodes of that stream here on our own feed, in the hope that uh, some of you who don't watch streams will enjoy them and um, might feel like maybe donating. So, I'm going to break this up into three parts. You're going to get one today, you'll get one next week, and I think we'll do another one the week after. It's a three-hour show. Now, I will warn you, this is audio from a live stream, so the audio isn't exactly the same kind of quality that maybe you're used to on the, the Monday episodes, but it's still perfectly fine. And uh, once you hear the adventure that we had with the people we had, I think you will still enjoy it very much. We had a tremendous time. If you enjoy these please do donate. Go to jaspersgameday.com. Uh, there's a link right there. It's not too late. You can put some money in. You can help a really good cause. I hope you enjoy the show. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Good morning. Good middle of the day. We're, we're international. We're everywhere at the moment. So hello. Welcome to uh, Jasper's Game Day. Welcome to our, our live stream playing some Pathfinder. Uh, my name is Dan Thompson from the Danger Club podcast. We played Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Uh, before that, we played Pathfinder 1st Edition. Uh, we play a lot of Pathfinder. Uh, but today, I'm not doing that. Today, I'm here with some brand new friends, and we are going to have a lot of fun playing Pathfinder 2nd Edition. We are going to have a big adventure, and we are going to raise some money for Jasper's Game Day, which is going to be very exciting. Uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, well, I'm going to let Anne tell you a little bit about how you can donate, how you can help these heroes. Before that, shall we introduce our, our heroes? Let's introduce our adventurers that are going to be coming with us on this journey. Starting, I'm just going to go around, starting with Stu. Hi, I'm uh, Stu. Uh, my character that I'll be playing is a tiefling fighter by the name of Fledgethon. He's tall and he's broad and he wields a mighty warhammer. Tremendous. I like it. All right, uh, moving over to Sylviana. Hello, I'm Sylviana Russo. Uh, very excited to be here today. And I'm going to be playing a changeling oracle. And I found out that oracles are very popular for these uh, Jasper's Game Week events. So I hope that my oracle is going to be weird enough. We'll see. <laughs> oracles are always weird just in different ways uh, drac welcome to the show thank you um hi i'm draconics or drac for short i use he him pronouns um i stream all over the place you can find me on tour at draconics that's d-r-a-k-o-n-i-q-u-e-s um and today i'm going to be playing uh, an elven dampier sorcerer named tika 
Um, he's got a lot going on. Uh, he's also a noble, so that's going to be interesting. I don't think he's going to be the tactic I'm going to get um, down and dirty, so that's going to be fun to play with <laughs> compared to everyone else's characters. And um, yeah, I'm very excited to play everyone today. Nice. And uh, someone, I, if you're a Pathfinder fan, probably won't recognize, fairly new to it, Jason Bullman. Welcome to the show. Hey, Jason. Hey there, everybody. I'm uh, I'm Jason Bullman. I'm the uh, director of game design at uh, Paizo and the uh, creator of Pathfinder. So I'm going to spend this session carefully judging Dan and his performance. So, you know, <laughs> that's what you're going to see on my face. Uh, today, I'm going to be playing Trag Velsarin a uh, gutter rat human who grew up in the slums of Throne Step uh, and uh, got out of Rasmaran uh, after being indoctrinated into the cult, but finding a better way. I've never been this stressed. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Can't wait. Uh, and uh, finally, for now at least, we may be joined with somebody else. Finally, Jasper, welcome to the show. Apologies, couldn't hear me then. Uh, hey, yeah, so uh, I am uh, Jasper, uh, one third of Three Black Halflings, and today I'll be playing uh, Azazel, uh, who is the lizard folk barbarian, uh, who's actually also uh, nobility, as it happens, but he's not really too down with his nobility, so he's definitely getting down a day today, Drac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we, we have a fighter, an oracle, a, um, a barbarian, uh, a rogue, uh, and well, what else have we got? Um, sorcerer. And sorcerer. Okay, that's that, a little subtlety there, perhaps. Um, but we're, <laughs> we're, not a, we're not about subtlety today. We're about having fun. We may be joined um, by another player, Hillel, at some point as well. Um, but uh, when they come, we'll, we'll make sure we get uh, an address from him as well. But before uh, we get into our adventure, because we are here not only to blow things up, not only to cause chaos in the nation of Rasmaran. Uh, we are here uh, to raise money for Jasper's game day. Uh, Anne, would you like to tell everyone how they can help us to do that and how they can help our heroes? Absolutely, I can. Guys, uh, welcome. I'm Anne Richmond, AKA Heartsinger, the head bard in charge around these parts. Uh, this is my channel and we are proud to be supporting Jasper's game day during Jasper's game week. If there was ever a time, this would be it. Uh, they, this charity is a 501c3 charity that works uh, incredibly hard to uh, spread awareness about suicide and invest in prevention efforts. They have kept um, they have kept various suicide hotlines from clo uh, from closing. They have helped at-risk youth in various communities around the U.S. They have invested in programs that serve veterans. They do it all. They take every cent that you donate and make sure. It gets into hands that can save lives. Um, this is a cause that has touched so many people who have become involved in um, in these games over the last three days. Uh, it has been incredible to see the Pathfinder and Starfinder communities um, and the TTRPG community in general embrace this event and uh, and raise almost four thousand dollars. Emphasis on almost. Uh, because that you can get us there, I believe. Uh, and for your efforts, you will be able to reward our players and nay, even our illustrious GM uh, with re-rolls or perhaps additional monsters to add to the fray. If you are curious about donation rewards and in fact a link where you can get involved, just type in exclamation point donate and uh, instructions are also on the screen. And you've heard enough from me 
let's get into our thrilling adventure. Back to you in the studio, Dan. <laughs> Love it. Wonderful. All right, then. We have got, I tell you, I've got some horrible monsters lined up to add to the uh, to add to add the fray later on. Uh, if you feel like donating and throwing those ones in, um, and we will see how that goes. They're all lined up. They're ready to go. And we're ready to go. Everybody, let's have an adventure. Uh, so we are going to begin our journey today on, uh, on a ship on the ship on Lake Encarthen, uh, which is a huge lake in the northern part uh, of Galarian. Uh, separates many great nations, uh, and you are on a ship that is set sail from the nation of Nirmathas, which is a nation of freedom and forests and um, wooden buildings and, and not liking the nation of Rasmia, which is on, Rasmaran is on the other side of Lake Encarthen. Um, and uh, the nations do not get along. You have been brought together uh, by the nation of Nirmathas, by representatives of them, um, because uh, they have a special mission for you, a mission that cannot be undertaken by Nirmathas themselves, by their own um, soldiers. Uh, and they've heard that you are the very best that they can afford at the moment uh, to achieve their ends. Uh, and so that why you've gathered. You've been on the ship for a few days, uh, so you've had a chance to uh, maybe meet one another and uh, bump into one another now and then. Uh, and we're going to pick up as you are finally summoned to a meeting where you're going to hear uh, about uh, what uh, this uh, what this quest is going to be. So as you enter um, the uh, meeting room in the bowels of the ship, uh, there is an Asimar woman, Asimar woman, um, sat behind a desk. So she is largely human, but she has kind of flecks of gold energy that are flickering around her brown hair and flickering off her green eyes as she sits behind the uh, the desk. Sat next to her is a, a man who seems um, very out of keeping with her. Uh, he's a very thin human man with a little pencil moustache, um, sort of crooked at one side, uh, wearing slightly ragged clothes. They uh, look like they were once quite quite noble-looking clothes, but they've seen better days. Uh, the two of them are sitting uh, with quite a bit of a distance between them. You get an impression that they're not all is entirely well um, between uh, the two people. Uh, now, as you enter the room, let's get an idea of uh, who is coming into this room. Let's go around and uh, and take a look at the uh, the people who are going in. We'll go back around uh, the other way this time. Jasper, who walks into the room first? Uh, so Azazel walks into the room. He is a tall lizard folk who wears a rather uh, rough and ragged looking uh, brown cloak, uh, which conceals uh, underneath it some heavy armor, uh, scaled armor, and a rather large and unwieldy looking katana, which he brandishes with much might and furiosity. Um, he has a uh, slightly uh, bluish uh, tint to his uh, scales, and you see that he walks uh, with a certain pride, um, but nothing uh, too sort of pompous, as it were, uh, not sort of, uh, he doesn't look like he'd back down from a fight, but also doesn't look like he'd want to get in your way unnecessarily. And yes, uh, he'll um, probably uh, just take his time surveying the room, seeing where everyone is, being polite and cordial, but not sort of taking a seat or relaxing uh, just yet. I like it. Um, Jason, who comes into the room just behind? Um... Trag comes sauntering in the room. He's short for a human. He's only about 
five feet tall. Um, very thin, very wiry, but you can't really tell. He wears kind of baggy, loose-fitting gray clothes. Gray tunic, gray pants, overcloak, uh, which hides a, a rather ornate rapier at his side. He kind of just sleeks into the room. He's got kind of greasy brown hair that's a tussle atop his head. And uh, he just kind of leans against the wall, staring out at the table, picking at his fingernails with a knife. Uh, with just a small pocket dagger. He's just kind of picking at his nails, uh, staring at everyone. Uh, he has uh, uh, quite a few scars on his on his face and on his body, as if he's been in more fights than he can count. Um, just, and it didn't look like he came out of most of them on top. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he just kind of stares out at everyone as they come Amazing. in. Uh, well, he, he may come out on top of some fights because I can tell you the players already have two hero points. Thank you, chat. Uh, we're going to keep. We're going to need to get me get you rolled. That's okay. Dice, as it, as, it, as it turns out, there's no uh, uh, prohibition against players buying hero points for themselves. So <laughs> enjoy, everyone. <laughs> Scandalous. Uh, all right, uh, Drac. Who's the next person to come into the room? Oh, the next person to come in is Tika. Um, he is about six foot one-ish. Um, honestly, rather short for an, uh, someone who has an urban ancestry, but um, he is very um, slender. Seems like he hasn't done a day's work <laughs> of any kind of manual labor in his life. He's, it, it seems like he's not really about that kind of thing. Um, has a, uh, wearing a, right now, a robe that is, uh, has flecks of gold along it, but is mostly green. Again, far too expensive for whatever expedition they're about to go in, go on. But he, I don't think he ever wants to. Um, he goes all out when it comes to how he looks. He wants everyone to know that he's noble, um, without even needing to introduce himself. Uh, the only thing that seems to have any sign of like him being ready for some sort of fight is a cross, um, more hand, um, hand crossbow strapped to his side. Um, he's got really pale eyes. They almost seem like they shouldn't be able to see it almost seemed like milky milked over but from the way he's looking at everyone and looking at everyone up and down especially i think azazel because i think they probably ran into each other and is he's definitely looking azazel up and down you can definitely tell that he's got quite an inquisitive eye um and he walks in and immediately just takes a seat at the the closer to the head of the table that he he can get Nice. I like this too, Noble. You feel like you've been to the same parties, maybe. Just to... yeah. <laughs> the whole season. Amazing. Silviana, who is the next one to come in? We see Marina Raynard walk in, um, and she's about 5'7". Uh, she has long, wavy black hair and olive skin, and she's wearing very plain clothes. Um, and... Uh, around her waist, she has a short apron, and uh, on the top of the apron, you can see a few knives. They actually look like razors, single-bladed razors, and you get the impression that they could be used either to give someone a shave or perhaps as an improvised scalpel in a surgery. And her apron has two big pockets in the front, uh, which is where she keeps her hands in the pockets so that you can't see them. And her most striking feature is that she has eyes of two different colors. One of them is a hazel brown and the other one is an icy blue. And she stands, she kind of stands off to the side and keeps an eye on everybody else. Okay. 
And finally, Stu, who steps into the room. Okay, well, having to duck very low to get under the door because he is six foot seven, that's without his large black horns coming out the top of his head, um, is Fledgerthon. He is a bright red tiefling with gloss jet black eyes, uh, very, very muscular and broad, uh, wearing his... uh, half uh, plate armor with a large warhammer to one side and a spiked steel shield to the other. Uh, he does have a, a bandolier strung across his chest uh, with healing tools in. Um, and yeah, he's a very, very dominating presence as he, he walks into the room, holds himself up straight, looks around, sees that everyone else has already arrived and says, Oh, sorry, am I running late? I do not mean to hold you all up. I'll, uh, uh, please, carry on. I, do, uh, I just shrug. We're on a boat. We'll get there when we get there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy, during, just during those intros, we've gained another hero point and another villain point, so the stakes oh, no. are racking up. Very, <laughs> so very I'm if something attacks the boat. No. <laughs> that, that's not three hero points per player. That's three hero points for the table. Or, oh, yes. Uh, Oh, oh all right. Yes. We're going to need more of those. Yeah. <laughs> we need whole, oh, we're going to need a lot more of those. Oh. Trust me. Um, right. Uh, the the Asimar woman uh, stares across at you as you all kind of gather and says, once all of you are in the room, says to you, welcome. Uh, my name is Valis Durant. Uh, I have called you here on a mission of utmost subtlety. At which she pauses and looks around the room at the uh, the people gathered at the collection of razor blades and fine clothing and hooded suspicious people and enormous tiefling um, and then just kind of shrugs uh, and says the nation of Razmiran lies across Lake and Carthen from here Razmiran is a brutal nation state ruled by their all-powerful living god yeah. The people there will do anything for the living God. But although they toil and uh, strive and give away everything, very few of them ever achieve the rewards that are promised. There are some within their, main, their capital city of Thronestep who wish to leave Razmaran and start new lives elsewhere. However, the Church of Razmia is unwilling to let people go, generally. That is where my uh, associate here, she kind of sneers a little at the uh, the wiry-looking man. Um, this is Garil. Uh, this is where he comes in. Garil twiddles his, uh, his moustache a little. Yes, yeah, so I've been... Uh, I've been running a little uh, business out of throne step for uh, a few years now helping to uh, get people who don't want to be a part of the Church of Razmir anymore out, getting them to uh, go and leave, lead happy lives elsewhere where they can't be traced. Mm-hmm. And working very efficiently with uh, our friend in Nirmathath. They don't like getting their hands dirty, you see. Uh, I've had a, uh, I had a number of people that I was ready to uh, get out of the city, uh, but there's been a little bit of a snag, you see. Uh, 
turns out my name has got mentioned among some of the higher-ups in the church, and, uh, well, now there's a bounty on my head, and I can't set foot in Rasmaran myself. Well, what we need is some people to go into Rasmaran, go into Throne Step, find all of the clients, get them, uh, get them where they need to go, get them to their evacuation points, and make sure you get the payment from them. And the pay, you'll be very well paid. You'll receive a cut of that. Um, but it is imperative that they do pay you. Everything, all the arrangements are already made. It shouldn't be too difficult. We've got a, uh, we've got a couple of uh, ways of getting people out. And as it turns out, I have a list of all of their names, which I'll be happy to uh, provide you with. Um, he uh, sort of reaches into his pocket and then pulls out a list, which I believe you should see on your roll 20 now. And he hands you a list with several names on it and some uh, descriptions of them. How they much do you charge people? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought no, you were No, no, of course. Uh, it depends on what they're able to pay, but uh, it should Sliding be Sliding scale fee? Yes, exactly. They, they've, they've all had an agreed fee uh, of a uh, amount of gold, and they should have it ready, but... Uh, just make sure that they all pay. The main one, of course, is uh, Themelin. Uh, he's a bureaucrat, very, very wealthy. You should do very well out of him. Um, the others, you should get them out anyway. They've all got their own things. Bjurleg, don't let him pay with fish. He's a tavern keeper. He'd like to do that. Um, Valus kind of cuts him off and says, as distasteful as it is to... Uh, work with people like this. It is important to uh, free people from Rasmere if we are able to do so. However, I should warn you, although we have uh, we have made arrangements to uh, remove you from here, um, we will dock at Throne Step later on today and you will be able to disembark disguised as merchants. We've arranged for you to have papers which will give you access to Rasmere for five days. On the fifth day, you must be back on the ship in order to depart. Now, on the dawn of the fourth day, a smaller ship will arrive in a cove just outside of the city. It will be able to take five of the refugees away. Anyone you can't get out on that ship will have to leave with you, and you'll have to find your own way to get them uh, off the docks and onto the ship. Now, I should warn you that with all of the troubles that are going on with the Whispering Tyrant and the wars in the north, we do still need to make passage past Rasmaran. That means Nirmathas cannot afford an international incident. If you are captured while you are on this mission, Nirmathas will deny all knowledge of your mission. Once you are dropped off, you will be on your own. Ah. Do you have any questions? The more things change, the more they stay the same. Everything in Throne Step costs. Everything. Even getting out. Well, this is how I got out. I suppose it's only fair I return the favor. I have to say this mission is quite a bit more noble than I expected it to be. Helping people exercise their right to self-determination is, ma'am, my jam. As long as they pay. <laughs> it's a sliding scale. Well, it's our responsibility as, as citizens of society to help people wherever we can. 
If that helps you sleep at night, sure. <laughs> Definitely looks like you're going to need more of a delicate touch. So I guess you're quite lucky that I came along as well. Uh, yes, you could say that. Lucky. <laughs> Sorry, Tika, I didn't see you there. <laughs> How are you? <sighs> was better on trying to notice that you'd be part of the party as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, well, stealth isn't really my thing, um, but I will allow those amongst you who are more gifted in that particular situation to take the lead on that. Uh, speaking of, we should probably assign somebody to uh, have some sort of controlling stake in this um, little adventure, no? Might make things run a little quicker, a little easier. You mean like a team leader? Yes, sure, a team leader. Are you saying that you want to be the leader? I am not saying I want to be the leader. I am not stealthy. It's not my thing. I uh, like to slice things in half. Uh, Therefore, I thought someone else should be in charge. It's not really my forte. We'll see. Uh, I'll look at the two at the head of the table and just be like, do you have any suggestions? You brought us all together as it is. Um... Tracks, uh, uh, Garrel says, I'd suggest, uh, I'd suggest somebody who uh, is able to uh, keep their head down, perhaps. Uh, you're not going to be able to fight your way through all of Throne Step, no matter how many hero points you end up rolling in. Um, <laughs> what was that? What was that voice? What, what? I, did, you, did you hear something? Hero? No, it must have just been it. It was in my head. It was in my head. Oh, no, just, just donating. Just pops it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm Whatever glad you step forward as the leader. Uh, anyone <laughs> other than Tika, of course. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think that it should be Tika. I mean, if we need someone who can blend in. I, I mean, isn't that, that, according to your own criteria, I feel that Tika is really the person who best fits this. I already regret everything I've done. Okay, <laughs> fine. Tika. An excellent decision. That's in the balance. Well then, if you are, if you are all prepared, um, we should be docking and throne steps soon. Once you're aboard, once you're on the shore, you'll be on your own. Good luck. She nods to you um, and then leads you out the room. And we will cut from there as we fade. We see the ship pulling into the great city of throne step. Now we can see there is uh, throne step is a city built on really across two levels. Uh, there is a, a huge r- wide ring that is uh, fairly poor looking uh, low quality buildings. And then in the center rising splendidly out of the mess, uh, there is uh, what is called the steps district, which rises above the stones district. Uh, and it is uh, high towers, glistening large mansion. This is where the elite uh, of the church of Razmir lead. lead. And at the very center of it all, a huge tower marked with a great mask on each side the symbol of the living god himself as we're as we're pulling up and we're up on deck i point with my dagger at the uh at the 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 steps district and i the haves point at the stones the have nots (laughs) ship pulls up to the docks move us Take us to another map. There we go. Um, as ship pulls up to the docks, most of the crew, other than absolutely essential crew, everyone else stays below deck. Um, you understand from asking around, you find out that um, Valis and um, 
uh, and Garol, uh, they uh, they got off the ship and they boarded a different ship before you arrived. So they are no longer with you. Uh, so other than the basic crew, you are on your own, and the uh, the crew leave you behind. As you look down the gangplank uh, across thing, you can see large numbers of priests of Razmir. Uh, they are wearing black robes and they are wearing white masks over their faces that make them very or very, very hard to distinguish. You can tell from their heights and their builds that they're not necessarily all human, um, although most of them seem to be. Um, and uh, it's quite hard to tell with the clothing. It's, it seems to be quite deliberately hard to tell sort of genders and, and certainly individuals from it. Um, standing on the dock ahead of you, there are a pair uh, of priests of, of Rasmia. Um, one of them is wearing a, a silver mask and the other is wearing a, a white mask. And they are both stood um, on the deck um, looking through some papers. As the boat pulls up, they uh, they stand there expectantly waiting for you to disembark. Um, who would like to take the lead? I'll just nudge Tika forward. <laughs> Here you are. <laughs> Tika would gladly go forward, yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, I think at this point he's probably like changed out, reluctantly changed out of his like very exact over the top outfit because he's meant to be a merchant here. Um, so he's, he's a bit, he's wearing a bit more of a low key, um, low key clothing right now. Um, and he walks down the plank um, onto the deck and just gives them a little wave. So they, um, they stop in front of you as you uh, turn down on the, the lead one, the silk mask steps forward and says, Welcome to Throne Step. Do you have your paperwork? Yes, I believe we do. And I want to pull out. I'm seeing we've got. We're given paperwork. You have all been given. Yes, been, yeah. So you I pull out that paperwork. paperwork. Betrayed already. This is immediately right after getting. Right go. Here you go. Oh, those rascally Neomethas! <laughs> They've been pulling this stunt over and over. <laughs> <laughs> This would actually be a good way for Rasmurans to uh, get new uh, converts. Right. Yeah, you're going to go in there and collect people. No, nope, just in chains right away. <laughs> Genius. Um, so yeah, they, he takes the papers and he looks through them for a moment and sort of flips through them and then looks up uh, onto the ship at all of you gathered there kind of waiting um, and then back down. And finally, he, he nods and says, these appear to be in order. There is a curfew at night currently. We may remain out. Visitors may remain on the streets for eight hours during the day. After that, you must be indoors for the rest of the night. The papers are valid for five days. On the at the end of the fifth day, you will be arrested. Is that understood? Understood. All hail the living God. I do thee. All hail. <laughs> I repeat it all hell the living God yeah, yeah. He kind of or, <laughs> I keep my hands in my pockets all hail the living God yes Looks so suspicious. is he is he is he a silver mask in blue robes uh he is yes oh boy all right <laughs> oh, the, the way you say that makes me concerned yeah i turn to track and i go we should fight him is that what you're saying <laughs> i uh <laughs> no ah. he's a mask he is a high-ranking priest oh, good to know so we should not fight him mm. not yet <laughs> looking around at the sea of mass i'm like we shouldn't fight anyone here <laughs> <laughs> I'm you, uh, my katana. <laughs> <laughs> God, already. Um, 
a, and that's a, how we didn't get to the adventure. We just follow the dog. <laughs> we just, just play <laughs> one <dad> instantly. <laughs> um. A, all right. Yes, try. Yeah, I, I, you know, I disembark with everyone else when I walk past past the priests. I kind of do the obeisance. Uh, you know, the you know, all hail. You know, and uh, you know, I, 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 I slip effortlessly back into my sniveling priest m- mode. Um, if, if anyone questions me, I, I, I definitely give the mask a wide berth, um, and specifically do the obeisance to him or her. It's hard to tell as on a mask. You, uh, <laughs> as, as you say this, as you walk past the um, the priest next to uh, who's next to the silver mask, just pauses for a moment and says, "Wait a second. There's something familiar about your voice. I feel like I've heard it somewhere before." Um, I kind of stop and I'm like, "I have done business here before, priest. I." am honored that you would remember me. I feel like I want a deception check here. I've got, we've got a, I feel it's time to start rolling some dice on this. Can I yep. stride confidently up behind Trag and just be like, I assume there's no issue here and sort of look down, hand on the shoulder <laughs> and just, uh, I've got the I'm a frilled lizard folk, so I want to like riffle the thr- like the, ruffle the thrills a little bit at this priest, just I mean, I think Trag is good. That's oh, a, that's a, that's a great way to start things off. I will crush it with a twenty-eight. Yes. <laughs> yes! I, I, I look at him and I go, "I am honored that you would remember me. May we all have prosperity in His name." And then I kind of fade back and just make my way past. <laughs> oh my goodness! He he. I mean, he looks like he doesn't even know if he remembers his own name by this point. He's so, <laughs> so but He just kind of says, "Oh, but I, I, I suppose it must be." Um, and you make your way past them all, and you head uh, further into the city, which leads you. Let's take you to. Let's take you to Threadstep itself. There we go. Um, so this is the city of Thronestep. This is what it looks like here. Um, big ring around the outside where there is a low, um, low-income housing, and then the halves in the very middle there. Um, so you have, um, for sort of mechanics purposes, it takes you about two hours to travel and to any location in this city. Um, so you have with you your list of uh, your list of names. Um, it is sort of. By the time the dock has, uh, by the time the ship has docked, uh, it's after lunchtime. Maybe it's about two o'clock. So you've got a you've got a little while in the afternoon before you're going to start worrying about being out of doors after dark. Uh, if you're going to risk that, uh, what are you going to go for first? What's the plan? Um. Well, uh, do we have a place to stay? Has that been arranged? It has not been arranged for you just yet, so that is perhaps your first issue. Might I recommend that then that we find the Rockfish Inn? It would be a place for us to stay and allow us to make our first contact. Mm. Good idea. That's a very good idea. You seem um, to know your, your place, your way around here. Well, uh, yeah, I, I haven't been here in several years. Is the Rockfish an establishment that I remember, or is it newer than that? Uh, no, you remember the rockfish. Uh, the rockfish is a um, yeah, it's it's a fairly, it's a decent quality inn. It is in the stones rather than the steps, uh, so it's not that fancy. 
Um, but it has been around for a good few years. It's run by a dwarf called Yerleg. I'm I'm assuming that because it's called the Rockfish, it's somewhere down near the docks. <laughs> it is. It's quite yeah. it's quite nearby. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, they I probably will, have good food. I will lead us there then. All right. I look and... at I look at Silva and I'm like, I don't I don't know that I would say that any of the food in the stones is good. It will sustain you. Fair enough. Uh, I'm just going to look around. Do we think this um, uh, rockfish inn would be a place that our uh, charges might be able to stay once we have um, got them? I'm aware that we can't uh, get them out immediately. If I understand, I'm understanding that correctly, we've got like four days until that ship, the, the boat you leaves got, with the with the refugees on, right? You you got uh, four days until one boat. So there's a, a small ship arriving in four days that mm-hmm. could take five people off, and then on the fifth day. You've got to leave with anyone that's left over on the big ship. Oh, okay, cool. and the small ship only holds five people yeah, total. You can, you can take five and, people. And some of these people are bringing their children. So that's more, certainly more people than could fit. Mm. But for we instance, also need to find somewhere for them yeah. to stay if we then sort of arrange for them to be extracted. I worry. Well, that, yes. Perhaps at the inn. If. Since Uleg is one of the people who who we're taking with us, um, along with his daughter, perhaps he'd be willing to give rooms to everyone else. It's a good idea. So you make your way through. They make your way through the uh, the streets, the busy streets of um, of Rasmoran. People are. Uh, you can see people just sort of scrabbling to make a living out in the, uh, in the stones. It is not very. Uh, it's not very plush here. Um, but you see, at any time that you see somebody in a mask go past, uh, people immediately stop and do the and hold their hands up and uh, all hail the living god. You're going to fall into step, um, and after a while. You come upon a um, you come upon uh, an inn, the Rockfish Inn, that was um, uh, the track you remember from the time you were here. However, what you don't remember is you don't remember it being boarded up. Um, as you arrive, you can see that it is uh, it is closed uh, it is closed, and there is a sign hung on the door saying "closed due to illness." It's not literally like boarded up hasn't been used in years. Um, but it is definitely all locked up and all the shutters are closed uh, and there are no lights on. That seems like a ruse to me. Hmm. Closed due to illness? Isn't that what you would say if you didn't want anyone checking up on you? There are a few things that will keep the priests from coming to collect their dues. One of them is the threat of contagion. So we should try and get in anyway? I think we definitely should. And if it turns out to be real, then, you know, I'd be happy to offer my services. Can I do a sweep around the building, just a kind of a gentle stroll, peering through any windows that I might be able to uh, get a get a glance in, see what see what the situation is inside? I like it. Yes, go ahead. Uh, give me a um, give me a perception check. Search around the building. 
I'll uh, just stay looking out to make sure no one's sort of clocking us just so might look suspicious if we're all sort of hanging around outside this abandoned building. So just in case any of these masks are taking a look in mm-hmm. like at us, I want to warn us before they get to us, basically. Nice. Let's have perception from you as well then, Jeff, to keep an eye out. I rolled a 16, which resulted in a 25. 25. Very nice. Okay, so... Um, Drag, you make your way around the buildings, uh, peering in and sort of peering through a crack. You see that there is a little bit of light coming through. Um, see that there is uh, some light there. And um, you do see the shape of one person moving around. They seem to be at the bar. Um, they're sort of stocky, slightly shorter than a human. Um, it's hard to make out too many features, but they seem to be kind of getting something from the bar uh, and then you see them moving over and sitting at a table so we see the come back around um azazel how we get on the uh, uh, i got a 17 and i believe i have a plus 10 so 17 uh, 20, 27 lovely very very nice um you notice a um you notice one of the masked priests coming walking around the corner um, just as Trag is kind of round, round the side, up on a box, looking in through um, a crack in one of the windows. I'll just sort of uh, get maneuver myself in between in between them and just sort of do the uh, the customary sort of uh, bow and sort of ob- uh, obfuscate Trag from view. <laughs> <laughs> um, the priest stops and, uh, and nods and says, "You're not from Throne Step." Um, no, I am here on, uh, just some trade business, um, won't be here, what, five days, I believe, and then I'll be off. <laughs> what possible business could you have in a, a place like this? Oh, uh, we're just, uh, passing through, it's my first time in, uh, Throne Step, you see, so, uh, just thought I would, uh, take in the new area before moving into, uh, the, uh, inner parts, uh, to do my, to do my business. All the all the best uh, all the best places are in, uh, up on the steps district. Yeah. Well, I thank you very much for your recommendation. Nonsense. Very good, brother. Um, very good. And turns and uh, nice one, brother. Turns <laughs> yeah. walks away um, <laughs> along the streets. Um, Trag, you are you are screened from them, and you are able to uh, you're able to make your way back to the others once the priest has gone. I, uh, as I, as I saunter up, I'm like, careful. They oftentimes come back and will ask you the same question again, looking for the same answer. Hmm. Good to know. Everything here is made to catch those who would deceive the faithful. Be on your guard. Is there anything uh, we could use as a good ruse, uh, trade in the steps? Anything you might know of that's oft traded in these parts that we could give as an excuse, if should any of us get... Um, all of the money in all of Rasmaran flows through the steps. All of the richest spices, all of the finest cloths. While those down here have nothing, they up there have everything. If you are a trader and a merchant here in this town, you are either here to peddle the lowest common goods to the common folk, or you are here with the richest and finest of silks and spices to trade with those who are in good faith with the priesthood. Keep that in mind. While we are here, if we are down in the stones, we should make sure that it is clear that we are peddling simple 
rice and flour and, and food for the common folk. Uh, but when we are up in the steppes, a nobler, more richly valued good would be in order. Excellent. Thank you, Trag. I do not wish to end up back in the priesthood, and I trust that all of you will help to ensure that that is not the case. Should we find ourselves being hounded by them, I will not hesitate to leave you. I cannot go back to this life. That seems fair. Priest, it's not really my bag either, so... <laughs> I, um... I look uh, at the rest of you. There's one figure inside. He is making his way up to the bar. I believe it might be you, Luke. Is there a way wow. in? Um, did I see a door in the back? Uh, I'd prefer to go in more kind of hidden if possible, but if there, we have to go into the front, we'll go into the front. Uh, there is a door in the back, yes. Perhaps we should make our way around the back to avoid attracting any attention. In indeed. Oh yes, I won't want to attract any attention. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I do also think we should maybe make ourselves at least relatively known to him. It seems like he's trying very hard to keep anyone out and the last thing I'd want is to terrify him and if I were in his position, I would immediately jump to more of a fight rather than a flight. So you're saying we should knock first? Yeah. Well, perhaps the least intimidating of us should knock first to not alarm him. So, uh, Tico, why don't you go first? <laughs> I think it makes sense for the leader of the group to be the one who knocks on the door. Indeed. I'm not against that. I do feel for some reason that that's meant to be an insult, but I take that as a compliment. Thank Absolutely you. not. And he's gonna go to the, the back door and just give her a light Thank knock. <laughs> Excellent. All right, you knock on the back door. After a, you hear the sound of somebody moving around, and after a moment, uh, you hear a voice from inside just saying, "We are closed." I think we're a group of people that you'd actually like to open up to. What, like therapists or something? <laughs> what? I'm not entirely... Tell him we're with Guarrel. We're with Guarrel? And he says, like, obviously not yelling it, but just... I'm just yeah. sitting at the edge of the alley, just shaking my head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're here to smuggle you out! <laughs> Don't worry, no one else heard. <laughs> a, moment, a moment later, there's a uh, the sound of a door, un the door unlocking. Uh, the door opens and a uh, a red bearded dwarf um with a pair of spectacles and up pokes his head out from um pokes his head out from the door the door looks up at you is it looking around immediately looking around worried and says what did you say we are with guaro sent us why has, he not, why has he not come himself? Well, he's kind of kind of hot right now. You're telling me. Because he would be dead just as we will all soon be if we do not go inside. Please I open was, the door yes. and let us in. <laughs> yes. Yes, you must come in quickly. We are patrolling these streets. Come, 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 come. He opens the door and he uh, 
invites you into the tavern and you step into the uh, uh, you step into the rock rockfish inn um, the dwarf the, the inn inside has seen better days it is lit by only a few candles that are keeping it there. he doesn't want to draw too much attention to it uh, most of the light is coming from a fire on one side of the room um, where there is a, an armchair in which is sat uh, a dwarven woman sat with a she has a blanket wrapped around her and she stares into the fire um, your leg brings you uh, leads you in and uh, uh, quickly and uh, quickly starts pouring a few drinks I don't understand why why is he not come himself why I did not expect to see other people I uh I just kind of hold up a finger. I'm going to do a sweep of the area and make sure that we're the only ones in the building. Uh, and if there are any windows, like the window that I looked through, if it has a curtain or something, I'll pull it closed. Because if I could wander around and see in here, so could anyone. <laughs> Feels like a very, very good idea. Give me a perception check uh, to search the room. Stop moving around. I'll just position, uh, Azazel will position himself, uh, the uh, like, next to the door, um, and just basically, uh, should anyone, like, come in or attempt to come in, he's ready to uh, spring a surprise. <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, I am, I, my dice are on fire right now, which is probably going to be terrible later when they cool off, but right now I have a 27. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right, get him in early. Right, okay, you search the room. You don't, uh, you're fairly confident there is nobody else here. Um, you certainly don't find any evidence of it. You pulled all the curtains Azazel, uh, close. Azazel, you stand by the door, uh, keeping uh, an eye out. Um, your leg finally um, brings some drinks around. This is, all right, well, um, what is plan? I was told that uh, Bolt was coming. Yes, um, T-Bot's going to be coming. Uh, and to make sure I look to try just to be like, are we, we good? I kind of shrug. Tell him what he needs to know and nothing more. T-Bot's are coming. One in about four days, one in five. So hopefully get as many people as you can off on the boat that's coming in the fourth day. But anyone else who can't fit on it, which I think it's only about five people can fit on that boat, will be coming off with the rest of us on the fifth day with the larger boat that will be arriving at the docks. Um, Guaro couldn't come because he, his name seemed to have slipped out and he's a wanted man now, at least here. So he reached out to us. I wish was, uh, I wish was as simple as just, uh, just coming with you, but, um, yeah, I have to take my daughter with me. This was the whole point of leaving of here was to, of course. to give her. We wouldn't but, leave uh, her. <clears throat> this is, uh, my daughter he gestures over to the, uh, the woman sat by the, uh, the fire. She's very sick. Um, so the sign was real. She uh, she spends too much time in the in the sewers. Um, ever since she started, uh, she meet this man, uh, Filch, unpleasant man. Uh, she's been going to sewers to see him and has gotten very sick. She cannot possibly travel. I let cannot me, leave with her. Let me let me talk to her. Um, and I, I approach the, the dwarven woman. I'm hey, Marina. You... What's your name? She looks up at you. She's shaking. You see she's got some, she's got beads of sweat on her brow. Um, 
apologies. Um, that's not what her voice sounds like. <laughs> no. Um, hello, I, my name is Ail uh, Werner. Are you here to get us out? Yes, we are. Um, and I'm I'm going to take her hand. Uh, and as I take my hands out of my big apron pockets, you uh, you see that Marina has very long, sharp nails that could perhaps be considered claws and maybe a bit alarming for people. Um, but but I, I take Verna's hand and feel her pulse. Um, and I'd like to, to do a medicine check to to try to figure out what's wrong with her. Um, and I'd also like to, to try to figure out if this is some kind of normal malady or if there is a magical cause for her illness. That is an excellent idea. Okay, give me a um, give me a medicine check. Could okay. Flagathon assist on this? He can, yes. Um, so I want, first of all, I, for a second edition, uh, for an assist, I want a medicine check from Flagathon. Um, which is I also a 22. A 22, that is a success, Ooh. which will give a plus one. Uh, could I also, okay. if I see Marina doing this, could I, I just place a hand on her shoulder and cast Guidance. Ah, oh, very um, nice. <laughs> oh, thank you. To bump it up a bit as well. And how much does that bump it up? I think it's just a plus one. Okay, yes. so then that's going to be a 21. 21, uh, that's a, it is, it is good. It is, that is enough uh, to know. Uh, so she is suffering from filth fever. Which is contracted from spending too much time in really dirty places. Um, she is sweating. She has a fever. She is coughing regularly and she is shaking. Um, she does not look well at all. Um, Phil fever at this stage, it's 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 pretty bad. It's not really dangerous just yet, but it would be dangerous to move her. If it starts getting much worse, she will start losing consciousness. And this filth fever can be terminal um, if it is allowed to go out, um, go out of control. Is filth fever something that I think I could try to heal with my medicine kit? Um, or would this take some stronger healing? You do reckon, you reckon that you could probably treat her. You've treated filth fever before. Um, it is treatable. You need to get her to bed. Uh, you need to get her some fluids and then you need to um, spend some time. It is going to take you about eight hours of treatment. Um, that will allow you to make a medicine roll. Um, if that medicine roll is successful, uh, the uh, the level of her condition will go down. Um, if it's really unsuccessful, it'll go up. Oh, um, okay. oh. If... Has Marina said this out loud? Like what exactly it is? Oh yeah, I, I think I'm gonna say. Uh, I, I I turn to to you, Tika, um, and also to Trag and say uh, she's she's suffering from from filth fever. I, I think I can treat her, but it is gonna take some time. Perhaps something that we should do tonight. I could possibly also help. Um, good, good. Do above game because I, I I know my character should know magic. Would restoration help with this? Um, restoration, I don't know, uh, would necessarily cure it straight away. Um, oh, it's not okay. gonna, it's not gonna help that straight away. W what she needs really is bed rest. And she needs uh, she needs someone to take care of her over uh, over a little while. If you had removed okay. disease, that would maybe uh, that'll make her. That would uh, help her I also well, took but... restoration. Oh uh. no! <laughs> <laughs> Why? 
uh, remove some of the condition she's uh, suffering, but no, uh, not with that choice. Yeah. Trag just kind of shakes his head. Gutter shakes. Real common here in Throne Step. You'd be surprised once a week when it, when it would when outbreaks breaks would be particularly bad. They'd bring around the cart once a week to collect the dead. Let's make sure she's not one of them. We're gonna we're gonna help with that. Um, we'll we'll do that overnight tonight. And and I tell her what was her name? Verna. Verna. Yeah. Uh, I turn to Verna and I say, Verna, we're gonna help you and see if we can treat your illness. We'd love for you to be strong enough tomorrow that you can travel. Are you going to leave me if I cannot travel? No, definitely not. Stay here any longer. We wouldn't separate you from your father. Don't worry. Thank you. What? What about my boyfriend? Is are you going to save him as well? Your boyfriend? Flitch. Filch. He's uh, he's a master. He's a master thief. He, oh. He used yeah. To, we used to go on dates to uh, all of his favorite locations. There were almost all of them in the sewers. Uh, he knows so much about the sewers. He's so romantic. Right. So, mm. yes, we're going to help him too. Do you know where he is? Yes, sir. I know he has a he, he has a place. He has a flat in town, but uh, he spends a lot of the time. He has a, a secret lair in the sewers from where he hatches his master schemes. Uh, he's very talented. I, I could show you if you want. Yes, uh, that would be very helpful. I just shaked my head. We can't take everybody. He's on the list, he's... Trag. That that was actually the thing I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah, same. Is, is this Filch or Flitch? Yeah, I'm on the assuming list is they're Flitch. two different people. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh. That is Flitch. Uh, <laughs> oh, he... He told me his name was Phil. He's, I, he is a master of disguise. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, young love. <laughs> oh, goodness. I, hmm. If anything, I'm more inclined to get you out of here so you actually experience what real romantic sites are like. Yes, I'm feeling more inclined to just leave this uh, Flitch guy. Uh, I think this, is, this isn't a good relationship. <laughs> uh, no offense. Judge sorry. her? Uh, I'd say in, she's sick. She's literally sick because of this relationship. Uh, so, you know, I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's making her ill. The desperate eat what they can here in Throne Step. This tends to be the result. That's depressing. Thanks, Trag. Okay. Are we uh, I, heading? I shake my head. <laughs> You've seen nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This is going to be a long five days. Perhaps, perhaps we should make a plan for the order in which we're going to find these people. Oh, um, you like, uh, yes. I assume since the inn is closed, you have empty rooms here. Yes, we have plenty of rooms. May we stay you, you here? Are yes, you are welcome to stay here um, for as long as you need while you are uh, gathering this. Uh, the, the inn is at your disposal. I, I do not have very much here, um, but uh, there are the sellers as well. Um, we have a lot of pickled fish. Um, I hope you like My fish. My favorite. Hmm. Oh. I do like fish, yes. And, oh, okay. uh, I point with fresh. my dagger, we're not being paid in fish. <laughs> I was actually going to ask about payment, yes. <laughs> That's a very good point, Trag. I actually forgot about that. Um, Girl made it explicitly clear that you can't be 
you can't pay us in fish. We appreciate the yes. fish, um, but gold is in order. Yeah, yeah, very nice fish. Uh, but, uh, mm. Yeah, I understand. Uh, yeah, it's going to be sad to. I don't suppose we could escort all of my fish out as well, could we? Oh uh, no, that's only, a hard no. That's only a hard the ones no. we'll be eating on the journey. I'll, I'll pack some sandwich bags. Um, yeah, I, he goes under the uh, he goes behind the uh, the counter and pulls out a small box, turns around and opens it, uh, and you can see that it is full of glittering gems. Uh, he says, "This was the payment that I uh, arranged uh, with Gar, and I hope it will be enough." Uh, can I, uh, d- uh, GM, uh, question? Do we mm. get told how much? Because we know we, we said it was a sliding scale, but do we actually get told how much uh, they were expecting for each from each of these people? Uh, no, he has not said exactly um, okay. how much he's expecting. He's, he's told you. He told you that, um, that Themelin is going to pay you a lot, um, but uh, didn't tell you much for the others. Sure, sure. Um... Yes, you look through it, and uh, anyone who has. Uh, pretty much any of you who've got any experience with gems will be able to tell there's about uh, about 30 gold pieces worth of gemstones in this box. That's, that's a decent amount of money. I mean, sliding scale. He kind of looks around. <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> so, um, so, I mean, it's not like, uh, say, gold pieces in, in Pathfinder in second edition are, are, are worth about, say, about 10 times the amount they are in, in certainly in first edition and probably in, in, in D&D as well so it's a, it's a decent amount of money um, oh, but damn. you know my reaction was so, uh, not proportionate uh, <laughs> very good <laughs> I mean Tika's noble he's seen some pretty large gems he's still like uh, yeah sliding skull I guess <laughs> <laughs> don't be a snob Tika it's not becoming <laughs> and we will pick that up next week Thank you to Anne Richmond, a.k.a. Hearthsinger, the head bard in charge. Find her on Twitch at twitch.tv slash hearthsingergames. Jasper William Cartwright of Three Black Halflings. Find their podcast wherever you get podcasts. Silviana Russo from Hyper RPG. Draconique. Find him on Twitter at Draconiques. Jason Bullman from Paizo. Check out Band of Bravos and some of his other great podcasts. Stu Jackson of the Tales from the 20 Side podcast. And a big thank you to Nostrix from our own community for helping me get the maps ready. If you've enjoyed this, go to jaspersgameday.com and donate. Make a difference in some people's lives. We'll have the main podcast for you on Monday and we'll have another installment of this for you next Thursday. Take care, everyone. Thank you.